Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are starting a brand new series today, and this series is near and dear to my heart as I have three children of my own. They are grown children. I have a son in his 30s and two daughters in their 20s, but I've faced my fair share of ups and downs and traumatic times with them in just, I guess, a normal world, if if you can call any world normal. But we're especially facing trying times right now in a world that really couldn't even be referred to as normal. So I would imagine that for you, if you're raising children right now, whatever the ages they are, from ages 0 to, you know, 18, um, you, you probably have some really interesting situations and circumstances. But with my background in understanding the, the sciences of human behavior and physiology and brain science, I thought it might be enlightening right now at this moment to to discuss stress and depression in children. Now, I know it's not necessarily a happy topic, and I do intend to give you some solid solutions that I believe are incredibly helpful that will bring a tremendous amount of stability and security to your children. Um, Things that that I have sworn by throughout uh, the the upbringing of my own children, but even in in the suggestions and encouragements I've given to my clients for their children, you know, and and even I would say especially in the circumstances that we're in right now with the COVID, these suggestions that I'm going to make are going to be incredibly helpful to you. So I hope you'll stay with the entire series um, as I get into that part. But what I want to do is lay a foundation first in terms of what we're dealing with. And, you know, I, I hate to drop bombs like this on you, and I certainly don't want to put any paranoia in you. But I think awareness is really the key to everything. Really, awareness, um, if you're looking at making some self-improvements or some improvements in your leadership um, concerning you, we need awareness, right? You need to recognize where the problem lies before you can fix it. But as parents, we need to become more aware of the behaviors and patterns that we're seeing in our children if we're able to help them through this difficult time. In fact, let's go further than that. Let's let's cause them to thrive in this difficult time. That's my goal, is to help them to thrive, all right? But we need to start out with some solid facts on, you know, let's be aware of what stress and depression looks like in children because oftentimes it's very different than what it is in adults. And I want you to be educated in that area. But as this thing called COVID-19 continues, you know, a lot of children now are forced to stay home and, and they have been for quite some time. But as I talk to other parents on my block and in my circle and even clients that I have, I'm hearing that they're going to still be staying home a lot, a lot more than they were before. I mean, yeah, they might go to school two, maybe three days a week, but they're not, it's not to the degree that they were before. And so what, what kind of toll is this going to take on them and, or what kind of toll has it already taken on them? Uh, summer activities, many of them have been canceled or up in the air. Sporting events have been canceled. Things that were considered the norm are no longer happening for children. How are they dealing with this? How are they coping with it? How are they managing the social distancing and the masks and, you know, and, and the sanitation and all these things that are happening? Many children are suffering from confusion and stress. Parents themselves are most likely stressed. And, and that just causes more uncertainty, 
more uneasiness in a child's life. Um, you know, I, I could tell you many stories, but I'll, I'll resist in doing so. But what I want to say to you is that children, uh, when they're emotionally distressed, they revert to behaviors from earlier childhood. That's what you're going to really kind of look for. So those who were potty trained may now start having accidents or perhaps they start wetting the bed. Others may start thumb sucking. Now, obviously, this is based on age. You may or may not see your 18-year-old doing that, but, but for many children, they'll revert back. Um, and, uh, and so you may see that children, um, for example, who haven't been rocked to sleep in a while, want to sit in your lap and be rocked in the chair. Um, you'll see uh, different other behaviors, maybe irritability. And, and some behaviors that, that maybe you thought they had outgrown reverting back to them. Uh, children eight and nine or even older are suddenly clingy, following parents around the house, asking to sit in the bathroom while baths are taken and teeth are brushed. It's almost as if they didn't want to do anything independently, which is uncharacteristic. These were developmental milestones that they had met years before this time. Um, you can you can also see uh, uh, that, that during stressful times, children may experience behavioral changes like moodiness, anger, or even tantrums, according to child psychologist Mary Alvord, who studies trauma and resilience. Uh, she says anxiety can cause stomach aches and headaches, especially among older children. What parents need to be on the lookout for, says Alvord, are behavioral changes that affect day-to-day -day functioning. So this would include things like eating, sleeping, and interactions with friends. If parents notice such changes in day-to-day -day functioning, they might want to consult with a therapist, she says. Otherwise, here are some ideas that you can try. Now, I'm going to get into those ideas, so hang tight. That's going to be part of this series. And actually, I pulled this particular information from an article on the coronavirus crisis dated recently, July 11. Uh, kids feel pandemic stress too. Here's help, or how to help them thrive, and it's written by Patty Neiman. But I have some other facts that I want to share with you, okay? Some, some important facts about depression in children. And oftentimes we wonder, you know, how can children suffer from depression? Do they really suffer from depression? And yeah, we see suicide rates on the rise from age, around ages 12 and up, which is terribly tragic. Um, but it's different from the normal blues. Just because a child seems sad doesn't necessarily mean they're depressed or have significant depression. But if the sadness becomes persistent or interferes with their activities, this is something that we want to explore. So it is often undiagnosed and untreated because they're passed off as normal emotional or psychological changes, which are expected in children and especially uh, young teens. But we've got to be careful because uh, there are some things here that, that I want to emphasize that will hopefully help you to help your child and, you know, some suggestions that I'm going to make that I think are going to impact you greatly, not only in your child's life, but in your family life. So I'll get into these tomorrow and also a few more symptoms to look for uh, or red flags in terms of your children that I believe will be helpful. Well, this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. And yes, we are going to talk about routine, the routine, routines of our children and why they're so incredibly powerful in creating stability in your household. But in the meantime, I wish you well, and I encourage you to come back and listen as we continue through this podcast on the stress and depression in children. Thank you for joining